Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever your wintertime pleasure is. It's, I'm taking a bubble bath and not caring about the creative mess in the other room. So join me as I'm sitting here naked recording Meg's versus the mouth. Hi everyone, this is Meg. As I noted a minute ago in the intro, I, uh, well, I'm taking a bath. It is about 3.20 on Christmas Eve, and yes, there's all that holiday stuff going on in the other room. I've got a kid reading Polar Express, I've got another kid running around with his toys roaring at everyone, my teenager is just trying to be everywhere at once. He was put on baby duty. My husband's starting our traditional pot of jambalaya for dinner. And I am relaxing in a tub full of hot water. There's a trick to how I managed to get free time. I have been a parent now for 22 years. Yeah. Be 23 coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, and one of the things that I've learned is while your kids expect traditions... And it doesn't matter really what holiday you celebrate. When you have a family, you have traditions. It comforts everyone. Um, provides a little bit of quiet joy. But there's no reason why you can't make those traditions work for you instead of add to the crazy insanity of a day. My biggest time saver on Christmas Eve... And I stumbled on this like maybe four or five years ago. I put out a charcuterie board. Just a bunch of appetizers, cheese, meats, crackers, grapes, fresh fruit, a couple of dark chocolate bars broken up down the middle of it, some olives and pickles, maybe even some rolls and sandwich meat. And I just basically tell them, have at it. If you're hungry, eat. Because it saves me hours of stress out of my Christmas Eve last-minute project fuss. And they do. They, my kids are, we've talked about before, my kids will eat pretty much anything. So, like a swarm of locusts, they descended on the coffee table where I set everything up. And they nommed their way through... Ham and cheese and pepperoni slices and two cheap cans of olives and, I mean, I can't even describe it. And it doesn't have to be a fortune's worth of food for this. I mean, I probably could have set out just microwave popcorn and some ham and cheese sandwiches and they would have had the same effect. But it's... A holiday, so yeah, I kind of upped the ante a little bit on fanciness levels. Now, I'm sure somebody's sitting there going, that sounds really expensive, and you're normally all about the budget. I'm not going to lie. 
I did spend a bit on it. However, I didn't spend as much as people would think. My whole cheese board was maybe 25 bucks. And I got a full coffee table's worth out of it. My secret... It's not really even a secret. If you've met me in real life, you know that I am obsessive about planning ahead. I am one of these people that... If I see something on sale, there's a strong chance I'll pick it up if I know I'm going to buy it anyway. Now, I don't pick up sale stuff for stuff that obviously I might want eventually or that's cool. Or, But if I know I'm going to need it later, then there's no harm in picking it up at a better price. Um... The same thing happens with cheese. Yes, I got cheese like crazy. I've got buttercos and some habanero jack. And I want to say I grabbed a thing of Belgioso, the little mini mozzarella pearls. You know, I grabbed a nice sharp cheddar. I got all of those from the little $5 or less baskets that most grocery stores have at their cheese case. And none of the cheeses were more than 2 bucks. They were either marked down, they were the sale of the day, or they were just the little odds and ends because it doesn't take a pound of cheese when you've got six cheeses on the board. You only need maybe a thumb-sized chunk of some of them, like the really strong ones. I think the most expensive thing on the board was probably the grapes. And it's just because last week was a great sale on them, and I'd hoped the sale would carry over, but it didn't. They went up by about 50 cents a pound. So I probably bought, I don't know, eight pounds of grapes. But I did that knowing that the extras are just going to turn around and be eaten anyway because my toddler is going through that phase where grapes are like the most amazing thing ever. So, again, it's not something I was worried about because there wouldn't be any waste from it. And it was still a good deal. It was better than normal price. Now, that's one of the little holiday cheats that I do because that's going to entertain my kids, I don't know, three hours easily, maybe a little longer, depending on how bored they are, how hungry they are. Let's face it, they're hollow, so sometimes that goes away in about five minutes and sometimes it lasts them a full three or four hours. We have other little things that we do that's going to save us a lot of time. We started using the Instant Pot, for example. Um... We always make a pot of jambalaya on Christmas Eve. I don't even remember where it started. I think it, we started about 10, 15 years ago, like right after we were first married. And I remember he mentioned that he wanted, wished my mom was there to make some jambalaya right at that moment. But she was several hundred miles away and couldn't make it. So we made jambalaya on Christmas Eve. And we just kind of stuck. We do it late. We do it so it simmers all day. Um, with the Instant Pot, you know, things change. It makes it so that the whole process for jambalaya takes us maybe like 
I don't know, the 15 minute prep and then probably about 45 minutes in the in the instant pot. Um, used to be we made it in a crock pot and just let it cook all day. But that saved up a ton of time because who has time to cook a full dinner on Christmas Eve? There, I see all my friends out there and they're so stressed because they want to make everything so perfect. And I'm like, you you can order a pizza or just make spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, just being together should be special enough. But um, with the jambalaya, when the older boys were little, the baby's not quite old enough yet to grasp the whole concept of Christmas. He just sees lights and paper. Um, and he's probably not going to remember any of this next year. So next year we'll start on you know, actual traditions with him, like Santa movies and things like that. But when the older boys were little, this was our chance to eat and kind of pace ourselves to give them time to go to bed before Santa showed up. So they would have like a little picnic while they were watching their Christmas movies before bedtime. And then once they went to bed, we'd wait about 20 minutes and then we'd get our jambalaya and spend a nice leisurely hour just quiet and calm. Um, usually this is also our chance to kind of get some downtime from the whole day. Because, let's face it, again, it's really <laughs> hectic and everyone's so busy trying to be perfect that it just kind of adds more stress to the day. So, yeah, after the kids would go to bed, we'd have our jambalaya, maybe drink some wine if we had it. Always a big slice of garlic bread, though. This year, we're doing a little different. We're in a hotel. I don't have an oven, so no garlic bread. So we ordered some garlic bread sticks from Pizza Hut we're going to substitute. Again, you kind of do what you can. Um, and as soon as I'm out of the tub, I'm actually going to start the kids on things like baths and stuff like that. So Because there's five of us in one bathroom. But I'm going to take my time in here because I deserve this. But we'll all eat jambalaya now because, like I said, the older kids are old enough to know what's going on. And the younger one is still too young to really know what's going on at all. And... Um, yeah, we'll just take that and relax a little bit. Now, the other thing that we do on our low-key Christmas Eves, I mean, and it is usually pretty low-key. Um, we do a lot of self-guided things for the kids. We usually... Let them watch Christmas shows. We have a very specific set we'll watch before bedtime in a certain order. Um, and they were the cartoons that would have been on when I was a kid. I try to, I don't know, I'm a sucker for things like from that era. Yes, that was a long, 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 long time ago. Probably longer than some of you think it was. Um, but the rest of the day, we usually set up the NORAD Santa Tracker. My kids are a sucker for anything to do with satellites. 
So they're constantly calling out where Santa is. I believe he just left Belgium or Amsterdam. I just heard that being yelled across the room. We also tend to set out board games. We tend to encourage some competitive play, maybe some video gaming if they're being good. Um, we encourage them to read. For the most part, though, we just... It's not a bad tradition to encourage things that take the pressure off of mom and dad or just mom or just dad or depending on your household maybe just grandma and grandpa we all have this nasty nasty cold that's going around this virus so every single one of us is at a different point in it with it um, my husband of course is at the I'm miserable point I'm at the end where as long as I remember to take cold meds, I'm mostly functional. About three days ago, I just wanted to curl up in a ball and sleep for like the week. My teenager is about a day behind me and a day ahead of his dad. The baby is tapering towards the end of it. He's just got that lingering cough. And we don't need the added stress of, I don't know, caroling and sleigh rides and public ice skating and 600 family members over. Would we permit it to happen? Sure. However, we're a thousand miles from our closest relative and all of our local friends well, let's face it, they don't want to spend Christmas even in a hotel room with us. Because this room is, you know, maybe 400 square foot. I've seen bigger RVs. And I guess that's a good thing because we've pared back so much on the amount of stuff that we own. It really helps us to appreciate what we have, what traditions we have what possessions we own, and our interactions with each other. Well, they're not improved, but they're not based around, he's touching my stuff. He's in my space. Because really, you don't have a space, I don't have a space. And none of us have enough stuff for it to really matter. Um... And I guess that's probably been the best secret for my laid-back Christmas this year. And this is the reason why I can be locked in a bathroom with a scented candle, don't tell the hotel, and just a big bubbly vat of hot water here that I'm soaking in. Whereas my family would call it, I am pretending to be a water buffalo. Gotta love plus-size humor at mom's expense. I'm not mad, trust me. It's a long-standing joke, and I fully own it. But we can have a happy, healthy Christmas without sacrificing ourselves to complete and total anarchy, without bringing in toxic people, 
And that's okay. My biggest Christmas wish right now is that any of my friends out there that are a little sad, let me know. I've got time. I can call you. I may not be able to go and give you a hug. I may not be able to come and help you pick up your living room floor. But you can throw that phone on speakerphone and I can tell you hundreds of the worst, most awful jokes in the world. I don't mean dirty jokes. I've got those too, but... I mean, terrible puns, things that you're going to laugh at just because, well, they're that dumb. If I could be there to help my friends, I would totally be the person running into the kitchen and saying, no, you go sit down. It's okay. I'm in my element. This is what I'm good at. You go sit down. Here, let me fold your laundry. You know I love folding laundry. I wish that my friends, that my family, could have as relaxed a day as they need. And as merry of a holiday as they want. Now, before I go, I don't want anyone to think that my holiday is all picture perfect Norman Rockwell card like we are not by any means a perfect family my kids fight non-stop they curse they're coughing on each other right now on purpose they do steal each other's candy they qu- you know quarrel over the rules of board games they're kids they're not bad kids. They're just kids. They try. They push boundaries. They tick us off. My husband and I are not exactly gentle approach parents. We don't spank. Well, we try our best not to spank. Let's say it that way. I may have flipped my lid once or twice when they were smaller, but I've always apologized and tried to move past it and not do it again. Um... We do tend to raise our voices, mostly because no one listens if we whisper. Um, You know, we do our best. And our kids do their best. And the thing that it's important to remember is that we're trying to be family. Right now they're arguing over who did what because... Somebody didn't bother cleaning up a mess that they swore up and down they did. And then they went and played video games and watching TV and it's a day. Anyway, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Blessed Solstice, Joyous Yule. I will be back in the new year and thanks for listening to Meg vs. the Mouth. If you can, you know, feel free to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. You have to track me down by my hashtag because I still am using my personal account. And we will see you in the new year.